Thank you for joining us here at Fellowship Church for today's message. Our desire is to encourage others to love God, love people, and impact the world. And we would love to hear how God is using this ministry in your life. So take a moment and visit us online at fellowshipws.org. Find the Share Your Story button and tell us what God is doing in your life. While you're there, you'll also find useful information about our church and other resources that will bring you closer to Christ. Thanks again for joining us, and we hope you enjoy today's message. How many know the most precious things in this world are things that grow and are cultivated in the dark. You don't believe me? People cut off arms over in Sierra Leone for diamonds that are in caves. Wars have been fought over oil that's in the dark. One of the best traded currencies for centuries has been gold. It ain't sitting up on top of the ground. It's cultivated in the dark. And so God's saying, God is saying, the real you is not the you that everybody sees. Out in the sunshine, out in the light, and all the blessings and all the bling on and all this stuff. The real you is the you that's in the dark. And that's where I'm going to deal with you. That's where I'm going to build your character. That's where, that's where greatness is practiced in the dark. Everybody wants to applaud and clap for Steph Curry. He's the two-time MVP. He's the only unanimous. But it's the stuff he did when nobody was looking. It's the shots that he took. It's the time that he was practicing all these scenarios. And then, then when the lights come on, this is nothing but rehearsal of what I've been doing in the dark. The word, I'm going to give you Bible. He said, if you bless me in secret, when nobody's looking, then I will bless you in openly before men. Am I in the Bible today? So it's in that space between when we say something and when we see something that our character is built up. That we truly practice becoming the champion that God has called us. It's not, with, girl, when God bless me and when he do that. No, man. Hey, yo, dude, man, God got, you know, God gave me this, he, he gave me this business plan, blah, blah, blah. But it's the things that you do in the dark. That's going to give life when the light comes. You can chop off the limbs off a tree all you want to. Every spring, it's going to grow back. Because what people see is the fruit. But what the life is, is in the roots. Could it be possible that we've been working on fruity things in our life? 
Could it be possible that we we've been looking, making sure, making sure we we we, we, we our, our buds are nice and ripe and they're nice and, and fluffy and, and our leaves are looking green and, and our petals are bright with color? Are we paying attention to the fruit and yet still when we get into it and when we taste you, it is void and it is empty of substance because we have not been paying attention to the things that are in the dark. I'm just asking questions today. And God said, it is that place between the seeing and the saying that you are going to do exploits. It is the things between the seeing. It is that space in between when you declare it and when you see it, which is going to make, which is going to make the difference of when it comes to pass or if it even ever comes to pass. You'd be surprised at people to get stuck in the space. They get stuck in the interim and they lose hearts. So and what they do, they move on to the next word of God because I've given up on this one. I'll leave that one out. And, then, and so, so when prophet buttermilk can come, come in town, we, we, we running after another word. And we run after, and then, then we're chasing after words. We're trying to be guided by prophecy letting, rather than letting prophecy confirm what God has already placed in our spirit in the dark. And so we make ourselves open to be manipulated and we make ourselves open to be controlled by people who, who, are, who are nothing but wolves in sheep's clothing because they've already scouted you out and they already got somebody sitting out in the audience listening to you talk on what you expect of God. And then when they call you out and tell you your address, you, you go, oh, Lord, I'm not saying God doesn't do it. But when we're seeking after words, when we're seeking after confirmation, instead of doing the necessary things in the dark... There are no shortcuts. Greatness does not go on sale. I'm going to say that again. Greatness does not go on sale. So stop looking for the hookup. Stop looking for a quick way out. Tell somebody to pay your price. To be great. How many, know they, how many can raise your hand and say God has called me to greatness? then there are no shortcuts. There to go. What God wants us to do, he wants us to believe in the dark. Somebody say believe. believe. You have to believe in the dark. We talked about it a couple messages ago when Joseph told his brothers, God gave me a dream. And in that dream, I am sitting high above and all of y'all are worshiping me. The haters and the destroyers of that dream, they devised a plan and they threw Joseph in the pit. They threw Joseph in the pit. How many know a pit is a dark place? You can find yourself in a pit, but what are you going to do? As soon as he spoke it, Within about two verses, he ended up in the dark, y'all. He ended up in a horrible pit. Can you believe that I'm in this pit? I probably shouldn't have told him. I probably shouldn't let people know what God had a plan for me. But yet, have you, have you ever realized and gotten yourself in a place and realized me and my big mouth and my, big, and my dumb decision has gotten me in a pit? But I believe, y'all, that Joseph is in this pit. Thank you, God. If y'all just, just give me a little poetic license, can I, can I, can I tell the story? That, jo that Joseph is in this horrible pit, y'all. 
He said, oh man, God, wait a minute. Maybe I read some more, maybe I read some stuff into this dream I shouldn't have. And maybe I spoke too soon. And maybe I was just being presumptuous and Maybe I was just full of pride because how many of you know sometimes when, 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 when we are being aggressive for God and when we are having God, what God calls holy ambition, those people who, 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 who sit on a seat of do nothing, those that, that, that don't want to do nothing, all they want to do is, is sell wolf tickets and talk, but when it comes to get off the porch and do something, they're never going to do something. And, and, and maybe perhaps when I told people about what God has called, has called me to do, it was a reproach to them because they, they want God to be like UPS and deliver what God has spoke to them to their address but God said no, no, no it, it, is, it is according to your faith it's going to be unto you and maybe the people that I shared it with because I've got ambition they trying to put water on my fire be careful don't reach out there and do too much you better take that to the pastor because they are sitting in a place of fear and do nothing and some people, not only were they not trying to, anybody ever know some ditch diggers? That's some people got some big old forearms and big old biceps because all they do is be ditch diggers for people. It would be easier to chase your own dream than try to kill mine by digging a ditch. But some people's hearts are so filled with envy. And jealousy. And they're hating themselves because they missed their opportunity. And so as they see you, they see what they could have become if they, had, if they had listened to the Lord. They see what they could have become if they didn't let Junebug talk in their ear and get them to go over to the left. They see what they could have been. And sometimes, sometimes your obedience is a reproach to those that don't want to do the will of God. And so what they'll do, they'll dig a ditch for you. And so Joseph is in this pit. Joseph is in this pit. And I can imagine him saying, oh, man, God, I'm so stupid. I shouldn't have told them. I should have kept it between you and me. Or I should have told it to my father because my father at least favored me. But then I believe, he said, look, they, they, they even took my coat of favor. But I believe, I believe, now the word, the word didn't say it, but just I believe that in his heart of hearts that the spirit of faith rose up in Joseph. He said, though I'm in this ditch, I still have a promise over my future. Have you ever been in a dark place? Have you ever been in a dark place, y'all? Have you ever been in a dark place where you couldn't feel God? Have you ever been in a dark place like a ditch like Joseph's where you felt like your prayers were hitting the ceiling and bouncing back and hitting? Have you ever been in a place? Have you ever been in a place where it was so dark you could feel it? Have you ever been in that place? Tell somebody, I've been in that place. That place of darkness. That place where I feel like I only got so many days. I only got so many years left, God. And if you don't come for me, if you don't come, if you don't rescue me, if you don't come and fulfill, God, I'm going to look like a fool. I've spoken in front of all these people, and I'm about to be a look like a lion. God is saying, if I spoke it to you, I am faithful, and I am just to bring it to pass. God said, you got to believe 
don't like it. When the doctor's report goes the opposite direction, can you believe me in darkness? Somebody say, God, I will believe. I will believe you in dark places. I will believe you. I will believe you. Don't you slay me. I'm going to trust you because your word is good with me. I've never seen the righteous forsaken. I've never seen it seed begging bread. I've been young and now I'm old. Your record is good with me. Your resume is good. Everything you've ever spoken, it may have took longer, but sooner or later, you came through for me. Somebody stand to your feet and say, God, I will believe you in darkness. I believe you in the darkness when I can't see it, when I can't feel it. Keep standing. God said, will you walk in darkness? Will you walk in darkness? Not only do I need you to believe in darkness, but I need you to walk in darkness. Touch somebody and tell them walk. One of the things I used to do when I was a little boy, because I've always waked up, I've, I've always woken up about four o'clock in the morning. Ain't that right, Dad? I've always woken up, man. So I, I realized, I realized that I, I, I didn't, I didn't want to. You can bring it up, Gerard. And, and one thing I used to realize that, that what I used to do is, what I used to do, I used to wake up. And I didn't want to bother nobody. So I wake up. And what I used to do in the morning, I used to wake up and watch CNN in the morning. Ain't that crazy? Five years old watching CNN. Amen. Amen. But what I do, I said, rather than wake people up, I'm going to memorize the layout of the house so that I can walk around in the darkness. Sometimes, I, sometimes it's going, I, I, I would even look at night to see where stuff was placed at in case something was out of place so I wouldn't stump my toe because I didn't want to wake up my two brothers, my sister, my mama, and the daddy. And that's what God is saying. He said, before the lights go out, remember what I told you before it gets dark. That's the reason he said, write the vision and make it plain so those that run may continue to run. Tell somebody, you got to remember what you've seen. You got to remember what God showed you in your spirit. You got to remember because when darkness comes, you ain't going to be able to rely on what you see. But you're going to have to look back. God, I remember. Remember when I told you you got a dream in color? Anything that you dream about in color, you are, you are less likely to forget. Tell somebody, you got to see. You got to see. You got to see. God said, I need you to have vision when you don't have sight. Oh, my God. I need you to have vision when you don't have sight. That's the reason Jesus healed more blind people than he did anything else. God said, I need you to have vision when you can't see. Some of the most visionary people in the world was people like Helen Keller. Some of the most exceptional people in the world are people like Stevie Wonder. Those that don't have sight, but they got vision. That's something that beside you. Do you have vision? Do you have vision? When the lights are out and you can't see anything and you can't feel anything. And when the word of God calls it gross darkness. Anybody ever felt like you ever been in gross darkness before? God said, sometimes when you can, that, I mean, that means that's darkness you can feel. God said, can you walk in the dark? Can you remember? Can you remember? That's why, that's why, oh God, I thank you. I thank you that he says, thy word is a lamp unto my feet. That meaning God, he ain't going to shine a bit flood light. He's going to give you enough light. 
through the word that he will guide your steps. That's the reason it says the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Sometimes when you can't see it, when that was, when life circumstances go opposite of what God has told you, you got to draw back on the word that says he will never leave me. He will never forsake me. He will be with me always until the end of the world. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet. Sometimes all I need is a little light. I don't need the light on my hands, God. I need light on my feet. Woo! And, it may, and I might not can take no big steps, but all of, if I can just take a little step, God, if you can give me enough light through your word. Oh, how many know that God's word is the entrance of his light? Oh, God, I thank you. God is preaching, y'all. God is preaching. And he said, if you, just, if you just trust in my word on what I've said over you, you ain't got to wait for prophet Busset to come in town. Just get in my word, and I will give you just enough light to make the next step. And he said, stand still until I get you the next piece of light to take your next step. He said, but if my word don't give any light, he said, I want you to remember what I told you in the light. So when when the lights go out, you, you know that you say, no, that's a trap right there. I got to go right here. I got to go. Your word says this, God. Your word says this. And if I get right here, look, and God said, there are times you are not going to have the convenience of light. But God said, you got to keep walking. Tell somebody to keep walking. That's what he said. You got to walk by faith and not by your senses. Not by how I feel. Not by what I heard. Not by what I smell. Not by what I taste. God, I'm going to walk this thing blind. I can't see it, God. But I believe, Lord, I feel you moving in the word. Somebody say, walk it out. Walk it out. All y'all do is walk it out. All y'all do is walk it out. You don't need nothing new. You don't need a new word. What God told you, he said, my word will not return void. What I spoke in your life, all you got to do is let that be your life. Let it be your life. And the last thing, and the last thing, God said, not only do I want you to believe in darkness, I want you to walk in darkness. But the last thing, God said, I want you to speak in darkness. Thank you, Jesus. Tell somebody, say, speak. Genesis, the first chapter says this. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. That was the setting for God to move. And then the spirit of God moved upon the face of the water. Can I put a pin right there? How many of you feel like you're in darkness right now? Come on, let's be honest. If we can't be honest in God's house, is anybody in a space between what you said and what you've seen? How many of you feel like in this scripture that you are in a place of voidness? It said, it said the earth was out form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep. How many of you feel like it's, it's just dark. I can't really make nothing out. How many, things that, how many people in this place say that your destiny and the next step you need to make is a little fuzzy? How many of you feel like you're in the dark a little bit? 
the scripture, y'all. Because the earth was out without form and void and dark with no definition. And then the spirit of God moved. So can I tell you something? If you were in darkness, you are right on schedule. For God to move. God moves on dark things. God moves on things that are void and lack form. You are right on schedule for God to move. Don't condemn yourself because you are in darkness. You need to begin to celebrate. Because this is the right environment for God to move. And then it says this, y'all. And then God, what, y'all? God said, let there be light. God did not speak until he acknowledged the darkness. And if we are God-like in our nature, when it's dark, it's not the time to get quiet. Oh, God. Lord, help me preach this. The time to speak, it's when it's the darkest. Oh, we love to speak when we're on the high. We love to speak when we're on the mountaintop. We love to speak when everything is yay and amen. But the minute it gets dark, we get quiet. And we stop declaring and, and, and parroting and regurgitating and re-speaking what God has said. He said, when it gets its darkest, that's the time you need to start speaking. God himself did not speak unless, so after he acknowledged the darkness. <laughs> I'm nerdy y'all so I study stuff all the time have you ever noticed that the sound of things amplify at night have you ever noticed that the siren gets a little louder at night when the kids playing in a room, it's a little louder at night. Well, I found out, y'all, that that's a scientific effect because at night it gets cooler and, 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 and the cooler the air, sound, sound in the atmosphere is actually pushed down so it gives the appearance that things are louder. Which means this. What you say in the dark It's not what you say in the light when everything is going well, but it's the things that you speak in the dark which are the loudest. It's the things that you say in the dark which is going to have the most impact. Let me make it live. When the medical report is the worst... That's when you need to be speaking the most radical. 
the darker the dilemma, the more glory God gets in the end. Stand to your feet. We're about to go for real, y'all. Stand to your feet. But God is saying you cannot let your mouth get closed. Y'all know the old saying, a closed mouth don't get fed. A closed mouth doesn't see the manifestation of the Lord. Tell somebody beside and tell them, speak in darkness. Speak in darkness. Speak in darkness. Speak in darkness. Second Corinthians, the fourth chapter says this. He says, since we have the same spirit of faith, and that's what it's going to take, y'all. It's going to take the spirit of faith. Somebody say the spirit of faith. The spirit of faith. The spirit of faith. The same spirit of faith that raised Jesus Christ from the dead is, is now dwelling in your mortal body. God, somebody say the spirit of faith. The same spirit of faith according to it, as it has been written. Paul told Corinthians this. He said, I believe and so I spoke. That's the problem. We've been believing. We've been speaking other from a place than our belief. We've been speaking out of fear. We've been speaking out of rejection. We've been speaking out of everything. But tell them now you got to speak out of a place called faith. And he said, he said, I believe and so I spoke. He said, and we also believe, therefore we speak. And God is saying, you got to speak what you believe. You got to walk by faith. You got to see when you can't see. Everybody holding somebody's hand. We're about to go. I want you to pray for that neighbor right now that may be in a dark place. Come on, tell somebody, tell somebody I'm, dark, I'm in a dark place. That's fine. If, you, if you're not in one, keep living. A dark place is coming. Come on, come on, tell, come on, testify to him, tell him I'm in a dark place. Tell somebody I'm in that space between seeing, saying and seeing. I'm in that place between I spoke it, I believe it when I spoke it, but tell somebody I'm in a dark place. I'm in that place in between when what I said and, I'm, and I have not yet seen a manifestation. It is not in my hand, but tell somebody I'm going to stay in this space. Come on, pray for him, encourage him, encourage him, encourage him, encourage that person behind you. Tell them, tell them, walk in your space. Keep believing in your space. It may be dark. Weeping may endure for the night. But joy is going to come when the day breaks. Tell them keep believing. Keep walking. Don't you quit speaking God's word. Don't you say the damnable thing that the devil has tried to put in your mind. Speak what the Lord says. The word of God said he will rejoice over you. We're speaking. Come on, come on, come on. Encourage that neighbor. Tell them, don't you, whatever you do, don't you give up. You may be in darkness. The word of God calls it gross darkness. But don't you stop speaking. Don't you quit speaking. Don't you quit walking. Remember what he showed you and walk in the dark. Walk in the dark. Don't be afraid of that space between what you said and what you saw. God said, walk it out. Walk out what I told you. Walk out my instructions to you. Walk out what I said to you. Walk it out. 
Walk it out. Keep walking. Keep walking. Keep walking. Keep walking. Keep walking. Come on. Come on. You'll win if you don't quit. Keep walking. Keep pressing. Keep praying. Don't give up. The race is not given to the swift. It's not given to the strong. But it's to the one that endures to the end. Keep on walking, soldier. Keep marching. God said, you're not going to please me with your eloquent words. You're going to please me by the exercising of your faith. Come on, pray for them. Pray strength in that hand. Pray perseverance in that hand. Come on, can you work that space between what you say and what you saw? Come on, come on. Work the space. Work the space. Work the space. Work that space. Work the space. Oh, God, we thank you, God. We thank you, God. But, Lord, we're going to walk. Thank you for tuning in today with Fellowship Church. We pray that you were blessed by the message, and we would like to connect with you through our website, fellowshipws.org, or facebook.com slash at the fellowship. If you are ever in the greater triad area, we would love for you to be our VIP for weekend worship experience on Sundays at 10.30 a.m. On behalf of Pastor Tony and the Fellowship family, thank you again for joining us. And remember to love God, love people, and impact the world.